MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Folks, what's going on, Grid? This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Good morning. Wake up! The Morning Line. Line up, ladies! All right, here we go. It is Friday. That is right. Friday, October the 11th. Welcome into the grid. SportsGrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. It's another edition of The Morning Line. We'll get you caught up with everything that you happened overnight in the world of sports. Plus, uh, once again, another stacked day here from a sports investing standpoint. Not one, not two, three NCAA football games here tonight. Some juiciness, too, in my neck of the woods. That's right. I said juiciness. Uh, we're going to have uh, University of Miami, the U, back tonight, prime time, as they take on. ACC rival Virginia right here in South Florida. It's going to be Hard Rock Stadium. That place is going to be lit tonight. And hopefully the University of Miami uh, does what they have done most of this season and over the last 15 years, which is throw up all over themselves. We'll go into that game, plus Colorado, Oregon, too, a little bit later tonight. And sandwiched in between that is a game nobody even knows why they're playing, including the players on those teams. We've got New Mexico, the Lobos, getting ready tonight to take on. Uh, really doesn't make a difference. Neither of them uh, are, aren't any good. But we'll give you the latest lines from those, and we'll let you know what's going on. But we got to get you caught up, of course, with what happened last night. Exciting night, Thursday night football. couple of college games last night. And, of course, game five of the American League Divisional series, who was going to advance to take on the New York Yankees? It uh, it came down to 
quite honestly, pitching, which is uh, what we figured it was going to come down to. Which team had the pitching? Which team could get enough runs when it was all said and done? Ultimately, it was the Houston Astros. The one-two. Astros, Yankees. Saturday night, game one. Couldn't have said it any better myself. Yankees, Astros, tomorrow night. That's right. As Garrett Cole was Garrett Cole last night. Doing Garrett Cole things wasn't that hard to figure out. He was uh, just unbelievable. Struck out a total, guys, uh, of 23 Tampa Bay Rays in between two games here. Just unbelievable. In fact, uh, that is the most by any Astros pitcher in a single postseason series all time. The guy is just absolutely lights out. Eight innings, two hits, one run. He walked two. He struck out 10. And uh, yeah, I'm sorry, 25 total strikeouts there in the series. Crazy. Threw 107 pitches on the night. Made it to the eighth inning averaged, and this was really what was blowing me away watching that game last night, you had Garrett Cole averaging 97.2 miles per hour for the game, but he was hitting 99 in the seventh and eighth inning. Like, he was getting ridiculous. He was getting stronger as the night was going on. It really was uh, something to see. He, uh, He generated almost 20 Swinging strikes, which means the barrels of the bat, any part of the bat, not even coming close. And a lot of that was because of his fastball. He was just blowing it by guys all night. So congratulations to the Houston Astros. Your victory now says you get to go back to the American League Championship Series, which you are very accustomed to here over the last couple of years. Only this time you're taking on the New York Yankees and Garrett Cole. He had, uh, he had something very interesting to say about those New York Yankees, which they'll be facing coming tomorrow, Saturday. Well, it's a different game for sure. Um, but uh, the preparation is the same. Um, I'm, uh, I feel good going out with, with, with the lineup and the defense and the bullpen that we have. Yeah, well, this isn't going to be the uh, this isn't going to be the Tampa Bay Rays lineup, that is for sure. And I think uh, he knows that along with everybody else. The Yankees are a different animal, and they uh, he knows it as well as Verlander, as uh, AJ Hinch, the rest of the team. That lineup, yeah, it's an all-star team. You know, they got a a, a lot of talent, boatload of talent. Um, that's. That's just kind of how they're always made. You know, they're they're very stoic. They they they, uh, they grind out a lot of at bats. I mean, it's going to be a tough matchup. You damn straight, it's going to be a tough matchup. And the ones who will ultimately win are you and I, the fans and the betters. An opportunity here is coming to be able to back the New York Yankees as an underdog. People, I want you to think about that for just a second. The Houston Astros, without a doubt. When they have Verlander and when they have Garrett Cole on the mound, there are going to be underdog opportunities for you to be able to back the New York Yankees. How many times did you think you were going to be able to see that in the postseason? But it is going to happen. But before we even get to tomorrow night with the Yankees back in action, very well-rested New York Yankees team, we've got got a game tonight, too, in, uh, in the National League. It is the National League Divisional Series. It starts tonight with the Washington Nationals taking on the St. Louis Cardinals. And I got to tell you, how much fun is this going to be? 
Looking forward to this. Uh, it is, and I can't believe it's Friday night already. But yeah, the cards, interesting enough, are the favorite in this game at home, as they should be, as they won the National League Central title there. The Nats were the wild card team as they've advanced. And uh, it's they're another one of these games that is series that is very evenly matched. No real clear favorite. I think it's going to bounce back and forth, depending, of course, on who is on the mound. The cards, very good. 91 wins this year. The Nats won 93. And Washington right now in this game tonight, a dog, a, um, a dog actually tonight uh, on the road. And for the series, it's interesting enough here. A, the Washington Nationals, if you still want to pick them up for the series, minus 125 right now. They are the favorite to win the series, but they are not favored tonight. Minus uh, minus 110 for the cards with uh, Mikolas on the mound, taking on Annabelle Sanchez, who is, what, the third, fourth starter now there for the Washington Nationals. But let's face it, the Nats had to empty the bullpen, everything, in order to be able to get past the Dodgers. They did. They were cracking champagne a couple days ago. So were the uh, the cards. But celebration time is over. The cards at plus 115 right now for the series, if you think they are going to represent the National League, it's a pretty decent number. It's a pretty decent price at plus 115. We'll dive into some of these games. We'll talk a little Thursday night football, a game in which none of us saw coming. Let's be realistic. None of us saw that coming last night. We'll break it down for you. We'll do that coming up next year. It is the morning line on the grid, sportsgrid.com. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, Friday, welcome in. It is the morning line. I'm Joe Ranieri on the grid, sportsgrid.com. And congratulations, our pennants are set up. Divisional championships beginning tonight as the National League will uh, will showcase the Cardinals at home. Bush Stadium, great town, great baseball town, great stadium, great area. Those of you that um, have ever been there, you know what I'm talking about. They love their baseball in St. Louis. And it is truly a baseball town and why the Blues are also Stanley Cup champions. uh, There is absolutely some love for the hockey. There is despise for the L.A. Rams for them leaving. But even when the Rams were there, this has always been a baseball town, St. Louis, and they love it. There's more Cardinals gear and more Cardinals love in that city than for any other team. And it's great. Very knowledgeable people. Anybody that's ever been to Bush Stadium, you know, they got the statues of Stan Musial outside. You have an entire, it's like an entire city block that is just built around the stadium. And it's filled with bars and uh, and a lot of people, of course, home of Budweiser is right down the road, Anheuser-Busch. It's a great, great party town. It is a great World Series town. And it's going to be packed and a lot of fun here tonight as the National League uh, Championship Series begins, Nationals come into town. We told you Mikolas on the mound going up against uh, Sanchez. And the early series prices look like, yep, they're uh, they're favoring the Nationals here. Minus 125, you can pop them in right now. Plus 115 for the cards. If that is something that you would like to back there, ready to go. Uh, it's uh, It's going to be a lot of fun as far as tonight goes. And as far as this matchup here, let me get you the uh, the latest line so you guys know. And I, I it would be very hard for me. I, I think this is a coin flip here in a lot of these games with a lot of these matchups. But you are going to have the opportunity to fade Scherzer, fade, uh, you know, um, Strasburg here at some particular point. The game opened up the cards at uh, minus 115. They've been up. Uh, they've been bet to minus 120. And the Nats, who opened up at plus 110, they're right around that plus 110 to 115 mark. The total, interesting enough, has been bet down. Opened up at eight and a half. It has uh, come down. The total is eight in this game. That is going to be an eight o'clock first pitch as Sanchez takes on Mikolas Nationals cards as we kick off the National League Division Series. Tomorrow, you will have the New York Yankees on the road taking on the Houston Astros who dispelled of the uh, Tampa Bay, those pesky Tampa Bay Rays yesterday. And uh, a side note, 
the uh, furniture uh, store, Mattress Mac, the guy from uh, the guy from Houston that has been laying bets all over the country, million dollar bets uh, that the Astros will go ahead and win the World Series. Well, the minute there was a game five, he promptly went out and doubled down. And he started making a couple of very large bets, one for 500000 and one for a million dollars yesterday for the Astros to win game five against the Rays. So he is uh, he just keeps throwing money at this. He's already got bets around the country. One for. I'm telling you, man, where is he pulling all of this mattress money out? My word, three and a half million, by the way, at DraftKings in Mississippi. That was the big one. Uh, yeah, he's got a million and a half in FanDuel there. Our um, friends at the FanDuel Sportsbook in the Meadowlands, he's got a million and a half wager there on the uh, on the Houston Astros. And listen, if they do end up going on winning the World Series, he's got himself an $11 million windfall, and he would have put up somewhere around $5 million. Uh, that's the ones we know about. He put up a million and a half last night just to, just to back the Astros to win. And they delivered, certainly. So his million and a half last night ended up netting him almost $600,000 in profit this morning. So for those of you that uh, threw 10 bucks down on the uh, Astros there to return 5 bucks last night, you're like, yeah, who's the real winner here, right? We all won. A win is a win, damn it. But for this guy, he is all in on the Houston Astros one way or the other. Don't know what his hedge bets are. I'm wondering if he has any coming up against the Yankees, depending on what this series does. We'll see how much money, if this thing, if they go down 2-1, 3-1, something along those lines. Uh, we'll see if the Astros are faced with a couple of elimination games, maybe a game five, six, or seven. We'll see how much more money he puts down against the New York Yankees. Backing them against the Tampa Bay Rays is one. We'll see how much money he comes up with to back them against the New York Yankees. No line on that game yet. We'll get you posted uh, this morning here. As soon as it does, it'll be interesting to see. Starting pitchers, obviously, Zach Greinke, I believe, will be going for the Houston Astros. The Yankees, Tanaka, Severino, Paxton, who's it going to be? We'll get. Uh, we'll confirm all of that for you coming up once it's released. But last night, how about some Thursday night football? Uh, Thursday night football in what was supposed to be an absolute blowout of epic proportions. Epic proportions. A 17 line. That's right. The Patriots at Foxborough laying 17 against a depleted New York Giants team with a rookie quarterback. So what happened last night? Well, here's a little sample of what happened here. Some of the highlights from that game. Some unique plays that have allowed them to be the number one defense in football. This one's blocked. Out of the air, into the end zone for the touchdown. It's the rookie, Winovich. That's Lacoste back in there for New England. Handoff to Bolden for the touchdown. Down the sideline for Tate. He's got it. Golden Tate is going to go for the touchdown. Second down and 12. Brady with pressure. Out comes the football. Recovered by Golden. And Marcus Golden is going to reach for the touchdown. 
Brady takes, plows ahead. He's got it for the touchdown. Here he is, plowing ahead. He's determined, and he's got another one tonight. Yeah, ultimately, when you add all of that up, it's a 35-14 to 14 New England Patriots victory. And think about how much time I just saved you, condensing that entire Thursday night game there in just about 60 seconds so you didn't have to watch it. That's because we did for you. Not a problem. And I can tell you this game was a hell of a lot closer than the final score anticipates. As you're looking, you're going, all right, if I'm taking off my shoes and my socks and uh, let me see, that would mean that, yes, the the New England Patriots covered the 17-point spread as uh, they scored 35 points. And thank goodness it was late in the game, of course, that final touchdown and that sneak by uh, that by Brady, rather, uh, as he had not one but two quarterback sneaks for touchdowns there. I wasn't sure what the hell that was going about. And those of you uh, that had Sonny Michelle starting last night, I'm sure you were ecstatic like I was the minute they handed the ball off to Bolden, uh, who I, looking on milk cartons for him, didn't even realize he was still on the damn roster. But apparently he was. And apparently he's just siphoning touchdowns now away from Sonny Michelle, which is exactly what he did last night. Now, New England, they move 6-0. and And they've got a little uh, 10-day reprieve here as they get ready for their next game, which will be the New York Jets. That's right. Uh, At MetLife Stadium, they'll be taking on the Jets. But this game was all about turnovers, defense, the New England Patriots defense proving once again just how good they are. And if it wasn't for that defense... And special teams, which I think accounted for 14 of the 35 points that they had there last night. And some of those other touchdowns were all set up, of course, by the defense getting turnovers in the New York Giants uh, end of the field. So it was a dominating performance by the New England Patriots defense. Danny Dimes, how did he do? Rookie quarterback going up against Bill Belichick. We told you the record is not good, but... How did he actually do? We'll dive into Danny Dimes' performance, take a look at how some of those prop bets did, and, of course, we'll take a look at this weekend. Plenty to come here on The Morning Line on The Grid, sportsgrid.com. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick 
and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, so why don't you go ahead, put your money where your mouth is. Take yourself a shot. Open up a sports wagering account with FanDuel. It is New Jersey's largest sports book. If you head over to FanDuel.com forward slash grid, you'll receive a free bet. 500 bucks. That's right. A free bet about the 500 bucks. All you have to do is open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com forward slash grid. Whether it's point spreads, game tolls, props, parlays, in-game wagering, college or pro sports. You guys are in control. Head over to FanDuel.com forward slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. And by the way, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Make sure you check out the website for details. And by the way, the number uh, 1-800-GAMBLER, not for those of you who actually can't win a bet. Uh, it's actually, yeah, for those that can't control themselves, just want to clarify that before you start picking up the phone and going, why can't I win? Uh, well, because you're not spending enough time here on the grid, sportsgrid.com, as we do our very best to point you in the right direction, try to make you as profitable as humanly possible. Like Mattress Matt there of the Houston Astros uh, fame, who continues to just roll along playing, you know, million dollar bets, uh, half a million dollar bets, putting them around all over the country. And he continues to cash. We'll see how he does with this Yankee series coming up. But last night, of course, the New York Giants, the football Giants had to take on them pesky New England Patriots. They are just about as annoying as it comes because just when you think you have got them, yeah, no, you don't. This defense is truly very, very unique. It is something else. Make no mistake about it. We, uh, we knew they were good, but they are very versatile, very good. They've got guys that can play multiple positions. The secondary could very well be the best that they've ever had in New England, and that is saying something. Uh, Brady, last night, congratulations. He passed uh, Peyton Manning, second place on NFL's all-time passing yards list. 
35-14 was the final. They covered the 17 uh, points, the closing line that they were favored. It also went way over the total here, guys. I don't know if you're doing the math there. 35-14, to 14, uh, way over. Uh, the closed, I believe, around 42.5, 43, somewhere in there, depending on your book, of course. But if you subtract the special teams and defensive touchdowns by both teams, yeah, you'd have been way under because there was no way these offenses were going to be able to put up way over 43 points here by themselves. They certainly needed help by the defense and special teams, and New England certainly needed that. Uh, They had trouble moving the ball all game. We knew this. The winds were whipping up there at Foxborough. It was tough not only for the uh, Tom Brady and company to throw the ball, but uh, also Daniel Jones, who's no small dude, and he can chuck the ball around the yard, but that wind was pretty crazy. But listen, this was not a, forget about the fact that it was 35 to 14. This game was very, very close going into halftime, going into the fourth quarter. The Giants still had an opportunity to pull this game out. And I know it's not a consolation, guys. I I know, I know, giant fans, you're going to be, you know, scratching your head. You're going, all right, this sucks. I I, I know. But the truth is, you were down, I don't know, uh, you had backup running backs of the backup running back. You also had only one wide receiver who actually hasn't played very much here because he was suspended. Everybody else that you're used to throwing the ball to is not available. I mean, before we start crushing Daniel Jones, who did have one, uh, went 15 to 31 for 161 yards, but he had three interceptions on the night. He did have one touchdown pass to Golden Tate, which was beautiful. But before we start, you know, ripping Daniel Jones and the whole, I told you he sucks. He was on the road uh, in Foxborough against the number one defense in the NFL. And, oh, yeah, didn't have his number one and number two wide receivers or pass-catching tight end there in Evan Ingram either. And he had uh, a running back that, quite honestly, you know, is a practice squad player in Hellman. And he still managed to keep this game uh, close. I thought he did a really, really Good job, and I know it's not. Uh, we're not glass half, uh, you know, half full here. We don't give participation trophies out. But the truth is, guys, the New York Giants, that defense, starting to gel a little bit better. The defense did a really, really good job. Got themselves. You heard it there on the highlights that we played. Um, yeah, the the Giants were able to get a defensive touchdown. They were able to hold their own. It wasn't their fault, of course, that Daniel Jones was throwing the ball more often to the New England Patriots uh, players as opposed to his own receivers. Three turnovers, all of them in, you know, Giants territory, giving the Patriots a short field, giving the Giants defense a, uh, you know, a a very hard time to be able to uh, compete there when they've only got to go 20 yards. But I will say this, they competed. And that to me was the big takeaway last night that the New York Giants Here's the reality of this team. If they look like that last night when they get everybody back, including Saquon Barkley and Evan Ingram and Shepard, when they get all of their weapons back, if they look like the 15 of 31 for a buck 61 and three turnovers, then we've got an issue. Then we'll have a totally different conversation about the New York Giants. But when they get back, 
and they've got 10 days before they get to take on another team struggling, that being the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray. Uh, let us see and let us reserve judgment here for a little while about this Giants team until they can get the full complement of their stars back. And then let's see how they do against a team that is, let's face it, probably very on the same page. Uh, the Cardinals have one win. Giants have two. I think what this is working out to be is that the New York Giants are going to be competitive no matter what. Okay, this is not a team that's quitting. Shermer, again, a couple of very questionable, uh, shall we say, uh, questionable decisions there in the fourth quarter. And down, uh, you know, he was down in the fourth quarter. I think they were down two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. But there was a fourth and two. Uh, in Brady, uh, you know, uh, over midfield, and he opted to punt with about six or seven minutes left to go on the field. And then, you know, Brady, of course, marches the marches him down 63 yards, ends up putting it in, sneaks it in for a touchdown. And then on the very next possession, the Giants uh, threw a challenge flag. Shermer threw, throws a challenge flag on a defensive pass interference call, which I don't have a problem with. Ultimately, it did not go in their favor. They didn't overturn anything. But why are you challenging down 21 points at, with three minutes left to go in the game when you had an opportunity to go for it on fourth and two on their side of the 50-yard line and you punted down 14? It just There were some decisions there made by Shermer last night that continue, and he will continue to be questioned as, like, what the hell are you doing? But I do think what we have here through six games now is they are two and four. I think what we have with the New York Giants is a competitive team. I think the defense is getting a little bit better. I uh, I think they competed last night. They kept them in that game. And obviously a great learning experience for Danny Dimes. So the Giants will beat mediocre to bad teams. That's what they will do. Dan Daniel Jones, when they have Saquon back in company, mark my words, they will beat the mediocre to bad teams. The problem they are going to have is they're not going to be able to beat more talented teams. And that's fine. They're a 500 team. They're not a playoff team yet, the New York Giants. And quite honestly, if they go 7-9, and 8-8, eight and eight, that's exactly what this team is. Not to mention, we'll also have no problem cashing our over ticket there of six wins for the Giants. But I do think especially last night, even though they lost, I think Giant fans have something to be, I think you got something to be excited about because what happens when Barkley comes back? What happens when Ingram and Shepard get healthy and Golden Tate, you know, wears off the rust here? Uh, had a great catch last night. The only guy he could throw the ball to. And his first game in Foxborough, his first game on the road as a, let us not, Forget, he's still a rookie here, guys. Dane Dives is still a rookie. But it's so funny. Uh, New England approves now to 6-0 and on the season. And we told you yesterday that Bill Belichick and Tom Brady's record against rookie quarterbacks is just, it's gaudy and it's obnoxious. And it added to it last night. They've won 19 straight games against a first or second year quarterback. It is the longest streak in NFL history. That's right. Now, 19 consecutive first or second year quarterbacks. They have dominated. And when you go at home, it's even crazier, the uh, the disparity. So you're not beating Tom Brady and Bill Belichick if you are a rookie quarterback or a second year quarterback. 
in Foxborough. But the Giants, that game was a hell of a lot closer than the score indicates. They were competitive and they had an opportunity to win. But those of you that laid the 17, congratulations, you cashed. Those of you that took the over, congratulations, you cashed. Those of you that took the under, yeah, not good. Yeah, not good there uh, due to the fact that special teams and defense, they are they are bringing it. And keep this in mind, too. The New England Patriots defense has scored five touchdowns now. Five defensive touchdowns. Uh, from a fantasy perspective, I got to imagine, and I looked this up and I couldn't believe it, the New England Patriots defense has more points scored in the fantasy universe than any wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Anyway, forget it. All wide receivers. It's great. You take the best wide receiver in the NFL right now, and the New England Patriots defense has more points from a fantasy world. So I know I said, oh, you know, we can rotate. You, If you can get the New England Patriots defense on your roster, get the New England Patriots defense. They score at least. They score more points than most offenses do, most offensive weapons do. Five touchdowns. Crazy. They, it's a special group. It really, really is. All right. We've got some uh, we got some football games tonight in college. We also have a baseball game. Yeah. We're going to go over all of it coming up here on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome in the morning live. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. 
and I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. So it's already starting uh, reports uh, last night. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is admitting that he is uh, frustrated, to say the least, uh, with not getting the ball in Cleveland. Yep, and so it uh, begins here as week six underway in the NFL. It has not been a great uh, five weeks so far for Odell Beckham Jr. as his numbers, yeah, they're, uh, they're crap, especially when he's got to watch Danny Dimes throwing, uh, just throwing it all over the yard there. Everybody was telling me what a great year Odell Beckham Jr. was going to have. And, all oh, Baker Mayfield and all this. But he's got 23 catches in five games. He's just got four catches for 47 yards over the last two games. And one of those games was actually a blowout loss, while the other was a very uh, convincing win on the road. And he has said that he's bothered. He's getting, uh, it's starting to bother him. He says, anytime we lose, I don't feel like I did anything to help to win the game. He says, I'm frustrated. That's the bottom line. I want to win. I hate to lose. And I get it. You know, listen, it's, uh, this is only going to get worse. It's one of the fears that we had when they announced uh, all of these trades and maneuvers and going to Cleveland. Odell Beckham Jr., New York Giant fans know this, all right? He was a crapshoot, one of the most talented wide receivers ever. Guys, we get it. Has a history of maybe some health problems, staying healthy, and he's also got a real history of making it all about himself. And, oh, yeah, starting to be a dysfunction, a problem in the locker room when it's not all about him. And, you know, he was critical of Eli Manning last year. You know, what's going to happen now uh, with these numbers if they continue? 23 catches in five games and just four catches for 47 yards in the last two. If those numbers continue at that pace, how much longer before he throws Baker Mayfield under the bus? Yeah, and let's face it, defense are going, all right, they're not going to let Odell Beckham Jr. beat them. So that means he's going to have to look the other way. They are already trying to force the ball into Odell Beckham's hands as much as they can. Already that's the big problem with the play calling uh, that we've seen with Freddie Kitchens is that instead of going with what works, which is Nick Chubb, more often than not, they're trying, Freddie Kitchens, you can tell, is calling plays to try and you know, get a highlight reel going there, trying to get Odell Beckham Jr., everything they can. If it ain't there, it ain't there. You know, that's what makes the New England Patriots so unique. When you go to the New England Patriots, you realize that you just, you've got a job. When your ball comes your way, catch it. If it doesn't come your way, shut up. You know, you can still block. You can still do other things. So uh, they're, they're still working through that in Cleveland, trying to figure out how to make Odell Beckham Jr. shine. And it hasn't worked out thus far. So we'll see how this continues to go. But the floodgates are already beginning to open 
as Odell is admitting, he's a little frustrated. Here we are at week five. All right, so this uh, tonight we've got a monster lineup here. We'll start going through some of these for you. Uh, we told you, of course, the National League Division uh, Championship Series, ready to go. Nationals cards, game one, uh, both coming off of great game five wins, come from behind game, uh, well, come from behind series wins there. There was no come from behind for the Cardinals in game five. They just, uh, they squashed the Braves in the top of the first inning when they scored 10 runs. Uh, but the series prices right now, Washington right now is a minus 125 favorite to win this series while the Cardinals are at plus 115. The line uh, opened up uh, at minus 115 for this game tonight. Mikolas on the mound taking on Sanchez. Minus 115 for the Cards as a favorite. Plus 105 for the Nats as a dog. Both of those has con- have continued to rise. I'm seeing a lot of places right now where the Cards are a minus 120, 122. And I am seeing the Nats at, uh, at plus 110, plus 112, somewhere in that ballpark there. What you need to know in the postseason, and we've been telling you, some of the trends, there is never a better time to back a dog than Major League Baseball postseason. That is the best time. Like I had told you, you are going to have opportunities to take the Yankees against the Astros where the Yankees are going to be an underdog. There's going to be an actual plus number next to the Yankees name. Now, it has been an extremely profitable spot for betters over the years, since 2005, in fact, when you have in a postseason like this in Major League Baseball, when you have underdogs of plus 140 or less, you know, even money, plus 105, plus 110, 115, so on and so forth, anything under plus 140, they have pretty much gone 133 and 132, kind of split right down the middle 50-50. However, because they are underdogs and because it's not dollar for dollar, uh, if I'm uh, if I'm winning something that's plus 120, well, I'm betting 100 to win 120. You're going to gain profit a heck of a lot faster when underdogs win as opposed to favorites. So a 132 and uh, 133 and 132 postseason record since 2005. When we're talking about underdogs at plus 140 or less, yeah, that's been good, guys, for uh, for about a 30 unit profit or just about an 11% ROI since 2005 return on investment. So it has been a very profitable place to back dogs in the postseason, especially at this time where you've got two teams, let's face it, Yankees, Astros, Cards, Nats. There's very little separating these two teams. It should be more of a coin flip, but we all know that is not going to happen. So you have an opportunity to back dogs at a very reasonable price at a very profitable price. Uh, before I get to some of these football games, that uh, that's a good lead into today's gambling you and wanted to talk about that price, that uh, that concept of price, because we've been telling you and we've been preaching to you that you are betting numbers. You're not betting teams. Don't care that it's the Yankees. I don't care. It doesn't make a difference. Jets, Giants, uh, Red Sox, Lakers, uh, it doesn't make a difference. The name of the team, the name of the players, what's on the jersey doesn't matter. What matters from a becoming a profitable sports investing standpoint is the numbers, because that's all that matters is the numbers. And to be a successful sports investor, 
And I don't care if you're the recreational kind that just bets a couple of games a week to make it interesting. You're not betting to lose money. You're always betting to profit. And you might be somebody that's been doing it a while. You might be somebody who's just getting into it, who's looking to listen. You'd like a side income. You'd like uh, the ultimate side hustle. You want to be good at sports investing, any investing. It's a market. You don't want to get into the market to lose money, right? So you want to be able to approach it and give yourself every opportunity to cash and to profit from your investing. And you do that by line shopping. And line shopping is simply the idea of looking for the best number or price available for a spread and for a game that you might be looking at. Whether it be, by the way, a spread, a total, a prop, doesn't matter. They all have numbers associated in them. And there is very little difference, guys. It is razor thin, the ability to be able to profit and to be a, or lose when it comes to sports betting and sports investing. The difference between getting the better number, the better price, versus getting an average price or the only price, that's the difference between being a profitable sports investor at the end of the year and being somebody that lost your ass. That's the, that's the big difference there. It is something that takes a little time, obviously. It also is something that requires you to have more than one place to place a bet. And this is lost on so many people. Right now in New Jersey, whether it be FanDuel, points bet, you have 11 or 12 options to be able to place your bet. It makes zero sense to have only one place that you have set up in order to be able to place your bet. Why would you take a number or why would you even place a bet that you can get a better number someplace else? And the only thing that's stopping you from doing that is opening up an account. And that's the biggest problem I see right now with a lot of bettors that are getting into this. They pick one book and they state that's it. It's do or die with that book. And it makes no sense because books adjust at different times. There's a difference between a sharp book and a square book, so to speak. Sharp books are where the professional monitors, uh, the professional bettors who move lines, you know what they do? You'll always be able to notice the books that move the line first. Those are considered sharp books because they are moving accordingly. Now, usually what happens is once you identify those sports books, you can tell where the line is going and what's going to happen. Because if it happens at one book, other books are going to follow. But they don't all react at the same time. So you might see a line move in your favor in one book, but then you go to another book and it hasn't moved yet. That's how the opportunity comes in to put yourself in the best possible position to profit. Books don't all react at the same time. It's not a universal thing. So if you have options, and I, you, know, you don't need 20 places, but to have two, three, or four different books in order to be able to place your bets, you are just giving yourself the chance to maximize profits. You are giving yourself the best chance to get the best number, which ultimately at the end of when it's all said and done, whether you guys uh, calculate at the end of the week, the end of the month, the end of the year, whatever it may be, you want to be up money. You don't want to lose money. And one of the biggest fundamentals of sports investing is get the best number. And you can't possibly do that if you are only shopping 
at one book. So take advantage. Those of you that are in states that have uh, legalized sports betting now, you have the opportunity, of course, to go like in New Jersey. You're going to have multiple places that you guys can go, multiple brick and mortar places, multiple uh, multiple mobile apps in Vegas. You ask any professional sports better in Vegas on their phone alone, they've got 10, 8 to 10 different books that they can go and place a number. Why? Well, because... They want to be able to get the best number. And they know the only way you can do that is by putting yourself in a position to grab it when it comes available. That means you've got to have multiple places to line shop here, guys. Don't settle for just one. And for instance, tonight, you guys, uh, you got a whole lot going on here tonight here, guys. You've got Virginia taking on the University of Miami. This is a perfect shining example of what we're talking about. Uh, here in South Florida, I have seen in a number of different places this line be anywhere from minus one to Miami to minus two to even minus two and a half. I've also seen different money line prices here with this game from even money to minus 115 to minus 130 to minus 125. Uh, This is a great example of why it is so important to give yourself options. You've got to shop, get the better number. There is a big difference between, I don't know, getting three and getting two and a half, isn't there? I think we can all agree on that, keeping it simple. And this is one of those situations right now. Virginia, Miami. Miami is the favorite in this game. Yeah, I know. We'll go ahead and break this game down coming up here on uh, Make It Rain. I'll have uh, a lot of insight on this game for you. I've had an opportunity to uh, to talk to a lot of uh, a lot of guys that follow, cover, and report on the University of Miami that are wired in there. I will give you the latest information on what is happening in this game. We will do that coming up next hour. But you also have Colorado State taking on New Mexico. And, yes, the New Mexico Lobos opportunities in this game here tonight, in fact, to profit, even though nobody's going to want to watch it. Sharps don't care. There's an opportunity to gain an edge. And if there's an edge... We're going to bet it, guys. That's what we do here on The Grid, sportsgrid.com. We'll talk about Colorado and Oregon, plus the rest of the weekend slate. Much coming your way yet. Come back and join us here for Make It Rain. That is next. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I overslept. Look, I need your help. Here's what you missed on the morning line. Go! Opened up the cards at uh, minus 115. They've been up. Uh, they've been bet to minus 120. And the Nats, who opened up at plus 110, they're right around that plus 110 to 115 mark. The total, interesting enough, has been bet down. Opened up at eight and a half. It has uh, come down. The total is eight in this game. That is going to be an eight o'clock first pitch as Sanchez takes on Mikolas Nationals cards. As we kick off the National League Division Series tomorrow, you will have the New York Yankees on the road taking on the Houston Astros, who dispelled of the uh, Tampa Bay, those pesky Tampa Bay Rays yesterday. And a a side note, the uh, furniture uh, store, Mattress Mac, the guy from uh, the guy from Houston that has been laying bets all over the country, million-dollar bets uh, that the Astros will go ahead and win the World Series. Well, the minute there was a game five, he promptly went out and doubled down, and he started making a couple of very large bets, one for 500000 and one for a million dollars yesterday for the Astros to win game five against the race. So he, is, uh, he just keeps throwing money at this. He's already got bets around the country, one for... I'm telling you, man, where is he pulling all of this mattress money out? My word. Three and a half million, by the way, at DraftKings in Mississippi. That was the big one. Uh, yeah, he's got a million and a half in FanDuel there. Our um, friends at the FanDuel Sportsbook in the Meadowlands, he's got a million and a half wager there on the uh, on the Houston Astros. And listen, if they do end up going on winning the World Series, he's got himself an $11 million windfall, and he would have put up somewhere around $5 million. Uh, that's the ones we know about. He put up a million and a half last night just to, just to back the – Astros to win and they delivered certainly so his million and a half last night ended up netting him almost six hundred thousand dollars in profit this morning so for those of you that uh, threw 10 bucks down on the uh, Astros there to return five bucks last night you're like yeah who's the real winner here right we all want a win is a win damn it but for this guy he is all in 
on the Houston Astros one way or the other. Don't know what his hedge bets are. I'm wondering if he has any coming up against the Yankees, depending on what this series does. We'll see how much money, if this thing, if they go down 2-1, 3-1, something along those lines. Uh, We'll see if the Astros are faced with a couple of elimination games, maybe a game five, six, or seven. We'll see how much more money he puts down against the New York Yankees. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.